Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this We shine. Seals, happy Monday. I hope everybody had a great weekend. Um, I spent my weekend cleaning, cleaning so feverishly <laughs> that I threw my back out. <laughs> oh, and I have good. a mysterious ankle injury. Um, and you know what's even more annoying about all of this, Jeremiah? I <laughs> didn't succeed in cleaning. Well, I was gonna say, was the house at least clean <laughs> after no. holidays? No. Because when you're trying to do a purge and a redecorate and a, like a re- redecorate and a clean all at the same time, right? It's it's like you never really make headway. Because then you no, go, you, you you like oh let me do a purge and then you're like well the purge done made this messy now mm-hmm. and so now you're trying to get that clean but then in the midst of that you're like oh I need to go over here and do this thing. It's a lot. So your girl um your girl got an achy breaky back. Uh, right here at the Amanda Seals show. It is Monday, September 18th, and apparently it is National Cheeseburger Day. Mm, so yum. I'm a cheeseburger fan. I vacillate between the American cheese option and the cheddar option. I feel like the cheddar option is when I'm feeling a little bit sophisticated. <laughs> I was like more upscale. <laughs> Get yeah. That's on a brioche yeah. bun. There you go. When you want to, and you're like, can I have some aioli? On the, on the on the on the sandwich that's actually a burger. So happy cheeseburger day! Cheeseburgers in paradise. Rest in peace to Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, sure, sure. I don't mm-hmm. know what that reference think- is. I'm gonna say sure. <laughs> well, you've heard of like Margaritaville, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Uh, Yes, Jimmy Buffett just passed away and he had a song called Cheeseburger in Paradise. Okay. Zing away Margaritaville. Funny story is my ex met Jimmy Buffett and Jimmy Buffett thought he was Pharrell. Well, I mean, that's not. That's but not I had like Farrell. a whole conversation with him as Pharrell. Oh, that that's was different. the funny part. Like uh-huh. a whole conversation with him as Pharrell. And then he was like, I think he thinks I'm Pharrell. And I was like, I'm a thousand percent <laughs> sure he thinks you're Pharrell. So there's that. I need his uh, What do we got? What do we got coming up on this? This Monday edition of the Amanda Seals show. Well, later today, we're going to talk about how it's day four of the auto worker strike and what it Senator Bernie Sanders is saying about the workers having a four day work week. Also, why is Halle Berry upset with Drake? We got to talk about that. Plus the big up let down. Big up to Whoopi Goldberg. But this hour, we have 60 second headlines. Also, California will become the first state in the nation to officially propose an amendment to the U.S. Constitution. We'll tell you what it is. All of that is coming up right here on the Amanda Steele Show. Remember... We will be here all day long. Give us a call, one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. And uh, you can also follow us on social media at Seals Said It. And if you haven't checked out my uh, political comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust, you can go to Patreon 
and you can pay $15 for it and $5 for a subscription and boom, you can check it out. All right. We're going to be back right here. The Amanda Seal Show. It's just getting started on this Monday. So don't move. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Everybody out there, I hope you are up and Adam today. It's Monday and uh, it's time for some Black Hero News. I, I love this. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. Governor Gavin Newsom of California has announced that California will become the first state in the nation to officially propose an amendment to the U.S. Constitution to end the nation's gun violence crisis. I know some people mm-hmm. are in their car like, ah, oh, and then other people are like, mm, and other people are like, ah. Okay, here's how it's going down. They're going to offer four widely supported gun safety measures. Emphasis on widely supported, okay? Like, right. for the record, a lot of, like, Republican policies, the few and far between policies that they even be talking about, um, are not widely supported. Like the nation as a whole doesn't like widely support abortion bans. The nation Mm -hmm. as a whole doesn't widely support, like don't say woke. The nation as a whole Mm -hmm. doesn't widely support a non-action approach to gun violence. Okay. Right. So here are um, some of the measures. One, raising the minimum age purchase of a gun to 21. Mm, this makes feels sense. like very basic stuff, right? right? 21. If you can't get a beer, but you can get a gun, you can't make that make sense to me. A blicky and a margarita. Thank you. Second, <laughs> universal background checks. Why do people have such a problem with this? So the reason why people have such a problem with this is because they're like, the government <laughs> just wants to be in our business. And... I think people need to decide what they really want from government because on one side, people are like the government didn't take care of us during COVID or the government isn't taking care of us. They, they aren't giving us reparations. The government Mm -hmm. isn't giving us um, enough support. And in the same breath, they're like, the government needs to stay out of our business. (laughs) Right. It's always one or the other. So I just am like, I think there has to be a bit more of a happy medium in terms of what that actually means, because I think the government Mm -hmm. should be doing both. It should be supporting its citizens. And Mm -hmm. I think it should also be protecting its citizens. So universal background checks feels like a move in that direction. Second, a reasonable waiting period for gun purchases. Now in California, to my knowledge, I think it's a 10 day waiting period. Cause I remember that I had to go purchase my gun and then I had to come back. Like it wasn't like you can just go into Walmart, buy the gun and walk out. Like I had to do like a whole process. I just don't know if it is like that for all guns or if it's only like that for certain guns and they want to make it a blanket thing for all guns. I was going to say, I know there's like a loop, a loophole sometimes like, well, if you buy it at this place, you don't have to wait. Right. Or if you go get it from this vendor, you don't have to wait versus a universal um, approach. Like gun shows, a lot of times, right. like you can just buy it right there. The last one is banning civilian purchases of assault weapons. So what this is, is language that says we will not allow sale of AR-15s. And the, that's, mm-hmm. to me, that's the bottom line one that I don't know why anyone has an issue with. And like, 
When people talk about wanting gun control, these are the measures that people want gun control to widely be acknowledged as. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying take away everyone's guns. Um, I think this nation as a whole is far too corrupt and shady right now to to take away everyone's guns because we don't know when it could just flip one day. But I do think that the reality of everyone having assault rifles and access to them is not going to go any better as long as we keep it the way it is. And people seem to think that it's going to get better. And they say things like, it'll never change. It's like, well, we never had this before. Right. So there's that. So that's what um, Gavin Newsom is proposing. Gavin Newsom, governor of California, uh, looks like he was, you know, the handsome boss in an (laughs) 80s movie about corporate America. <laughs> it's but the hair. It's the slick back. It's the hair. It's the hair. It's the, the cut of the jaw of the jib. But I feel like at the end of the day, there are other things that California can put in place that need to be changed. And um, I'm going to call an audible and we're going to talk about that when we get back. So keep it like All right. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. And we spent the last break talking about how Governor Gavin Newsom of California is proposing that we have like real gun laws and Mm -hmm. on a federal basis. And he is making California the first state um, that is going to officially propose an amendment to the U.S. Constitution to end the nation's gun violence crisis. Mm -hmm. But by the way, y'all, I just feel like there's also some other amendments that I think he should propose uh, for California. (laughs) Like what? As a as a Californian. First of all, you should have to take two driver's tests. Y'all, the people here. (laughs) Yes. I think there should be one driver's test that you have to take on the streets and another one you have to take on the highways. Okay. Oh, okay. Because California is all about the highways, the 405, the 101, mm-hmm. the 110, the 5. You know, like mm-hmm. we we are all on these highways. But when I tell you, like people do not know how to drive. People don't know what the slow lane is for. They don't know what the fast lane is for. Also, people do not want to let you over. They will rather see you die they than don't. let you over. And that to me should be like quelled in a secondary test. So that's my part <laughs> one. Uh, part two, California needs to put a law in place and this can be federal no dogs in yoga class <laughs> unless it is dog yoga doga unless it is dog yoga? yoga I mean I it, there's a there's a move in yoga called down dog so I don't see why not but okay. I have been in yoga class where the dog came in and I have been in, in Pilates when the dog came in and people are just letting their dogs come in the dogs are walking around sniffing you you in these like weird contortionist positions trying to you know work out your trauma from your back and here come Fido like we know now people just, love to make their dogs quote unquote service dogs this is my service animal <laughs> listen your dog is serving up frustration that's what <laughs> is happening Third, mandatory AC units in all apartments and all apartments Mm -hmm. should come with a refrigerator. We're in the desert. It's hot. Apparently, climate change was not, it wasn't this hot before, but it's hot now. I don't think people even realize that in California, or specifically like in Los Angeles, at least, all I can speak for, the apartments don't have refrigerators and a lot don't have AC, which is And I thought this may have changed because I moved here in 2015. And they didn't have this situation, but no, it has not changed. They still Mm-mm. do not have a free refrigerators in a lot of apartments. And that is very, very, very trippy. 
My last one is if you have more than two roommates, okay. you must state that on your dating app <laughs> profile. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that's, that's it. Like, y'all are out here living in a in a homing situation with five people. And I just feel like that's not a home. That's a dorm. The so, real world. What, <laughs> true story. I just <laughs> wanted to stop. And I feel like you need to be transparent off top about the fact that you live with four other people <laughs> because basically you don't have even the option of sitting in the living room with your date. It's like, we're just going to go in your room. You got a mini fridge in your room. <laughs> this is a dorm. <laughs> this is a dorm. A mini fridge in a room is crazy. What do y'all think? 1-855-MAN-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Um, when we come back, uh, you know... We got some second headlines. But first, I just want to say that Sierra was asked in an interview about her and Future breaking up and um, how has he, like, operating with co-parenting. And I just want to play her audio real quick before we go to commercial, just to leave you with this little gem. And then my, my last question on this, like, what is uh, co-parenting like for you guys? <laughs> Some occasions, just to me, you just there's no need to respond back because mm -hmm. it's it's not worth responding back to. Yeah. It's not necessary to respond back to certain things. Yeah. That laugh was the response <laughs> back. But you know what? Who hurts the most in this situation? Who? The future. You thought I was going to say the children, but no, future. <laughs> because the child has Russell, so he's fine. Yes. <laughs> we'll be right back with some second headlines. I'm going to wear y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it is time to drop into some six second headlines. Jeremiah, tell them what it is. <laughs> All right. First up, Hunter Biden has been indicted on federal firearm charges. The fact that they could not get him for all of the corruption, collusion, fraud, etc. So they was like, we're going to get you with this um, gun charge. Also, so y'all care about gun charge, gun mm. laws? Right. Okay. Also, sadly, singer Irish Grinstead of the R&B group 702 has died at the age of 43. And where my girls at? From the front to back, on you feeling out? This is sad. Also up next, we gotta talk about Governor Ron DeSantis. He was he received a cease and desist letter, Amanda, for spewing hate in the state of Florida. So I thought this was very interesting because I didn't even know you could send this, but apparently <laughs> right. the letter came from young activists, faith leaders, and community members in the aftermath of the murders of three black people in Jacksonville at the Dollar General store. And I think it has something to do also with how he treated the brother who was at a um, town hall and said, you know, this happened because of the policies and the way that mm -hmm. you show up. And then he swiftly had the brother removed so they was mm -hmm. like you gonna cease and desist that brother we're gonna cease and desist you <laughs> also drew barrymore has announced that she will pause the premiere of her talk show after receiving backlash over the decision to resume production after over 100 over 11,000 television and film writers remain on strike we don't believe you you need more people all right. And lastly, Jeezy and Jeannie Mai are calling it quits after two and a half years of marriage. Oh, damn. Hell no. Two and a half years is such a short amount of time. And no, I have not yeah. talked to Jeannie yet. So I just, I saw the news just like y'all. Jeannie is a very, 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 very private person. Sometimes you got to be private. So that's good. Most times. Yeah. 
Most times. Well, I wish them the best, and I hope that um, you know everybody is pleased with the with the development mm. because it's a doozy, you know. And I know that Jeannie was like, "I'm never having a kid." Like, I'll tell you this: one thing I do know is that if they walked away, it's because they really gave it a they gave it a good run, and it was like, mm-hmm. "This just isn't it." Like, we we did our time. There's a reason right. season lifetime, and we we aren't lifetime because I know for a fact that those two really put in work in terms of like the mental work, the emotional mm-hmm. work, the therapizing work, you know? So I think at the end of the day, it probably, and this is me talking without any new information, but regardless of what happens, I'm sure that they both grew immensely in this process, um, which sometimes means you grow apart. Yeah. And that's the doozy of that. That's the doozy of that. Well, that's your 60 second headlines. Y'all coming up on the Amanda Seal show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Hey, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Thanks for listening. If you missed anything, you can always check out our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. Give me a call, one 855 8 that's one 262 Remember, you can also share with us the things you learned this week. All right, let's get into this phone call. What's up? Who's this? Hey, Amanda. Um, I was calling in. I'm actually a student here at um, Chamberlain University, the Houston campus, and I'm a black male that's experiencing racism. I've experienced this since my first semester. And I was just kind of, you know, uh, wondering if you knew any outlets or someone I can speak to to get some kind of help so that I can actually finish my program. Um, it's to the point now with the racism there that I've been held back from graduation time after time. And I just want to know if you have any information or anybody that you can like kind of connect me with that can help me with this situation. I've spoken with the dean of the school, the president, and I've not got any help. Um, it's to the point now where I'm asking about, you know, maybe trying to find a lawyer or if you knew someone that could put me in the right direction for a lawyer. Thank you. Bye. Um, I mean, this is on a basic level, he needs to find a civil rights attorney. You got to right. find a civil rights attorney first and foremost. And, uh, you know, the, the realities around the way racism is carried out at colleges is so common, commonplace. Mm-hmm. And it's like a lot of times folks don't really want to speak up about it, but, um, Yes, brother, you need to get in touch with a civil rights attorney. I mean, there's a bunch, there's all different, like, I, I mean, for instance, like Lee Merritt and, uh, oh my God, why am I blanking right now? Are you talking Ben Crump? Ben Crump. Woo-cha. I was like, <laughs> our civil rights attorneys, you know, okay. like in Atlanta, the Cochran group, like Johnny Cochran's mm-hmm. law firm, they are also civil rights attorneys. I don't know any civil rights attorneys in Texas. Could um, maybe like a local chapter of like the NAACP or something? Like maybe be so yes, the, the NAACP 
can be a resource. Um, the NAACP Legal Defense Fund can be a, a resource uh, because that is literally what their whole purpose is, is to help people with these types of situations and connecting them with counsel. So um, those are my suggestions. And I wish you the best in getting through this and not... Um, Oh man, and not letting these people take you off your course. I saw social media. I'm gonna say that too. That always helps. I don't know that it always helps, but it can be helpful to go to social media with your story. But the thing about social media is, you better know how to tell the story in a concise fashion. (laughs) You know, like you got to be able to to get people on board and get them to understand like what the issue is, etc. And you know, give it some type of viralness energy, which is not always easy. So, right. But I, I'm, I'm, but I'm hoping for, for the best for you. And uh, mm-hmm. those are two options. So, and uh, NAACP Legal Defense Fund, and uh, you know, a local civil rights attorney. Go in with your case. Have your ducks in a row. Have your documentation. Have your case very clearly laid out. Because not all attorneys don't take just a case just to take a case. They take a case that they can win. So you got to be sure. very clear when you walk in that I got the goods. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the birthday to everybody celebrating a birthday right here at the Amanda Seal show. It is September 18th. I am Amanda Seal. Speaking of birthdays, uh, Dr. Ben Carson, um, Jada Pinkett, Ricky Bell of new edition. Shout, yes. out Shout out to Ricky Bell. Shout out to all of new edition. My just one of my favorite groups of all time. And, uh, it's Angela Simmons birthday as well. So shout out to all of them. Hey, Angela. It is it is Monday and my head is like swimming. I don't know why I can't think, but I'm gonna get it together for y'all. Maybe it's because I have this scarf on <laughs> and maybe it's like constricting my brain. That is a thing. Them wraps, you'd be like, ooh. I wear a hat sometimes and I'm like, why is my hair hurting? It's the hat I'm having. It's it's the hat. <laughs> All right. Uh what do we got coming up this hour? Coming up this hour, we're going to talk about the auto worker strike. They're striking, and we got to talk about it. Plus, what did Senator Bernie Sanders say about having a four-day work week in America? Why is Halle Berry mad at Drake, Amanda? We got to talk about that. And the big up letdown. Shout out to Whoopi Goldberg, because she's getting a big up, y'all. Find out why. All right. You know what to do. Give us a call. one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back with the Amanda Seals Show. Don't go anywhere. Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals and it's time for some Black Red News. So, I don't know if y'all knew this because I somehow didn't know this, but the United Auto Workers are on strike and they're on strike against General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis and it's on its fourth day. And -hmm. it's the first time that members have struck all three unionized U.S. automakers at the same time. It's giving writers strike. 
mm-hmm. and SAG strike. And now SAG, the Screen Actors Guild, we just voted for there to be a strike for the video game actors as Ooh. well. Oh, everybody mm-hmm. just <laughs> had it. So everybody everybody had is it. Kung Fu fighting. <laughs> um, so according to CNN, one of the demands from the auto workers is a four day work week, a four day work week. Let's 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 really all consider like we go along with the five day work week just because like that's how it's always been. But like, mm-hmm. does it need to be? Bernie Sanders has something to say about this. It seems to me that if new technology is going to make us a more productive society, the benefits should go to the workers. And it would be an extraordinary thing to see people have more time to be able to spend uh, with their kids, with their families, to be able to do more in cultural activities, get a better education. Everything he's saying just sounds so wildly (laughs) logical. (laughs) It all makes sense. The math is mathing. Oh, the epitome. But what he said that really like hit me was if we're going to have AI mm-hmm. and AI is supposed to make productivity more efficient. Mm-hmm. Why do we need people to be working as long? Because they're not getting paid more. Right. So if you because the beauty of the robot is that you don't got to pay the robot. But there are certain jobs that they still haven't figured out how robots, you know, how for how uh, to get robots to do. But the other part of this that I thought was interesting is he was like, you know, this would create more opportunity for people to spend with their families, to be engaged mm-hmm. in cultural activities. And I think one of the biggest problems is that the people at the top who are making these decisions, their cultural activity is making money. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's why they like, here. <laughs> yeah. Like their 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 cultural activity is making money. America you know, as a country, you know, our culture is largely in part based on, I feel like a lot of like competition mm-hmm. and um, greed. And some might be mm-hmm. saying like, oh, that's not fair. But if you really think about it, one of the biggest elements of American culture is sporting events competition. That's sure. That's sure. Even though people like look. people wear the same, you know, it's like, oh, I'm behind this team, et cetera, et cetera. But mm-hmm. we are so OD behind the team. Like we act like we own the team, right? <laughs> then there's right. like the cultural, uh, you know, the element of like going to the lake or, um, you know, having certain holidays, et cetera. But I think what's lacking for a lot of Americans is that these cultural practices aren't really attached to anything of depth because mm-hmm. America is not attached to anything of depth. America as a country is attached to oppression is attached to discrimination, is attached to lying. Whereas like if you are celebrating culture from another country, I'm not saying that those countries don't have their issues, but they also have a longer history. Mm -hmm. Um, And they have other things that I feel like are more embedded in their culture and ethnicity. Whereas I feel like America lacks that ethnicity element. Right. That's true. So... But you what's know, more American than capitalism? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And so that being said, they're like, you want for a four-day work week? That's not American. No. They're like, go to People- Japan. <laughs> they'll give you the four-day work week just as long as you want to work from home that fifth, that fifth one. That's actually very <laughs> scarily true. Facts. What do you guys think? 1855 Amanda 8.
Do you think that a four-day work week is doable? Would you be able to do it at your job? Do you think that you need to be there five days? Or do you feel like they're trying it real bad? Hit me up, 1855-MANDA-8. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Hey, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. Happy Monday to you all. Last weekend, um, there was a squabble. There was a tiff. There was a... A subtweet sent. <laughs> and it was by two parties that I didn't even know knew each other. Halle Berry is slamming Drake for using a slime pick of her on his new single cover. So he has a new song with SZA called Slime You Out, which, by the way, right. I'm not quite sure <laughs> what that means. Mm-hmm. He chose to use a po- a photo of Halle Berry getting slimed as the artwork for the single. However, apparently he asked Halle Berry, is this cool? She said, no. And he said, good to see you. And actually still <laughs> posted the picture as the album, as a single cover. He says already she's uploaded. Very, <laughs> he's uploaded. like, oh, my team, my team. So she's she's upset about it. And people are like, I don't understand why you're upset about it. Now, okay, the, a number of things can be true at the same time. For instance, I personally feel like the picture isn't unflattering. Like, I think it's just a funny mm-hmm. picture. Like, it's just weird. That doesn't matter, though. He didn't ask right. me. <laughs> he asked her, why would you even ask if you're going to just do whatever you want to do anyway? Was it just does it show the illusion of graciousness and politeness? I don't he probably know. thought she was going to say, yeah. Th- that's what I'm saying. And then when she said no is when he should have been like, oh, now I have to change my plan. Now I have to change my plan. So that being said, we thought that there were a couple other like pop culture moments that would be cool for an album cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's some. Okay, first of all. <laughs> Belange. B- Belange. That night they were Belange. Beyonce, Solange, and Jay-Z in the elevator mm-hmm. as an album cover. You know who would do that? Summer Ooh. Walker. Listen, I'm sure somewhere has found herself in a mini uh, elevator fight with over, that over some feels drama. like the vibe of a Summer Walker album. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kanye and Taylor Swift at the VMAs. I guess I'm 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 envisioning him shrugging um while she looks at him in shock. <laughs> He would do that. He would put make that his own. I'm surprised he hasn't done that, actually. I'm actually very surprised you're right. You know who else I also think? Little Uzi Vert. Okay. 
I don't know why, Dumb but this game. Uzi Vert, it feels like that would work. <laughs> I was mm. watching Abbott Elementary the other day and someone said like, are you going to see the Lucy Bird concert? And she was, and the principal was like, now you know he don't come out until night time. <laughs> <laughs> but they, she, she said it, um, like Janelle delivered it so perfect. I miss Abbott. Darn strike. We'll go ahead. <laughs> also, okay. Mike Tyson biting Evander Holyfield's ear. That, that could have been time. good for Migo's song Fight Night. That could have been a good... <laughs> A, a good cover skirt, for that. Skirt. There you go. <laughs> they would have did it. Listen, giving you suggestions, giving you ideas, but Halle Berry didn't give Drake okay. And he said, slime on it. <laughs> so maybe he slimed her out. Maybe sliming someone out is like, mm. you know, just ignoring their wishes okay. regardless of what they've stated. Haha, <laughs> I slimed you out. It'll, maybe it'll stick. We'll find out. We'll have people start like saying that way. I, like when I came to that Emmys party and the young lady kicked me out because she said I wasn't invited and I showed up anyway. I was invited, but in her mind, I wasn't. <laughs> and so she slimed me out. Yeah. You could be in a remake. That sounds right. By the way, if y'all think I'm ever going to stop talking about that, I want y'all to know I will never <laughs> stop talking about that. Like someone the other day, like I, I, I did an interview and I mentioned it because someone asked me a question. They were like, why is she still talking about this? I will forever talk about the time I was kicked out of a party that I was invited to by Jesse Williams and security had to like wrangle me and take me out. I'm never going to not talk about that. That's adult trauma. We always talk about childhood trauma, but there's also adult trauma, y'all. Adult trauma. Mm-hmm. Could that be an album cover? Well, if there's be. a photo. But you know why there isn't a photo? Because I didn't even act up. <laughs> so. True, true. The headlines. The headlines. Well, speaking of acting up, Whitney Goldberg is our big up because she was acting up in the best way possible. So keep it locked right here at the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Big Up, Big Up, Letdown. Big Up, Big Up, Letdown. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals, and it is time for your daily dose of the Big Up Letdown. I give props for some dopeness and blows for some whackness. Today's Big Up, Big Up goes to Whoopi Goldberg. So as the ladies of The View returned for their new season, Whoopi wore a silver folding chair necklace, y'all, <laughs> as a nod to Reggie Ray in the Montgomery Riverfront Ball, a.k.a. Fade in the Water. <laughs> Take a listen. People were just, it was crazy. The swimming. The guy swam. The guy swam, swimming. You know, because I'm watching this thing. We're, I'm, I'm sitting in Italy watching this. And out of the Bless. corner, of my, I see a guy swimming in. And fast. And fast. That's like a 16 year old boy. That, I mean, it was amazing. That's, that's my threshold now. Oh, wait, though. We got to talk. Friend, we, we have got to talk wait, about if you, the chair. If, if you my friend, there you is, better swim to a fight for me. Yeah, that's, that is that's my threshold now. People came out of nowhere. The memes <laughs> are off the hook. So I am wearing Yes, you are. A folding chair. Fabulous. Fabulous. Where'd she get it? Like, uh, can I get one? Italy. <laughs> I want a folding chair charm. Um, 
pronto. So if anyone knows where folding chair, where folding chair charms can be acquired, DM your girl at you Amanda Seals on Instagram. 50 million DMs about this now. <laughs> and I'll gifts it, it to your house. Because <laughs> honestly, it's like, can someone just send me one, please? <laughs> send me a folding chair charm. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, today's let down. Ciao. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even going to just, uh, let me just, I just want y'all to hear the audio first. This is the recording artist, Sexy Red. Want to be honest, the most romantic thing somebody did for me, it was my first boyfriend. I was just in high school. He was a little older than me. And it was Valentine's Day. I'll never forget. He robbed somebody and gave me the money and gave me the bill he stole. And it was just so sweet because he was out of breath and stuff. He's like, here, I just got this for you. I was like, oh, so sweet. Thank you. Because nobody never did nothing like that for me. He stole for me. So I'm like, oh, you did that for me, really? How old were you? I was like, I was 15. Yeah, 15. That was my first boyfriend. And that's the first time somebody ever had got me a gift or tried to do something for me. And I know he didn't have it. So the fact that you still made a way and you did what you had to do, that was nice. And it was only $13. But it was nice. <laughs> and it was a fake Gucci belt. <laughs> but I was so... It was sweet. Now, for the record, I think she's lying. Um, I'm really? pretty sure she... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's trolling us. Okay. Um, but... It's the laugh, you know, <laughs> it's the laugh. <laughs> I think it's sweet. This, if this is true. So this man was terrorized, terrorized. And you thought it was sweet that someone terrorized somebody on your behalf. Child. The sexy red era is a wild time. I don't got no personal issues against sexy red. I'm not over here. Like we got to get her out of here. Da, 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 da. But I think that she's riding a wave that is indicative of the low vibration of this country. And that's why she's able to really like come off, you know, because the stuff that she says that she performs and, you know, just the thing not even right here with this interview, it's like, this sounds very Donald Trump to me. Just <laughs> the worst <laughs> and trying to make it sound the best. So that's today's letdown. Like it or love it, that's how it went down. All right. This is the Amanda Seal Show. You can hit me up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Let me know your thoughts on the uh, Big Up Letdown. All right. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. Let's take it to the phone lines. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Hi, Amanda. I'm calling in in regards to the Kamala Harris question about what she would need to do in order to be commander in chief. I don't think at this point there's anything she can do because let's be honest, she Mm -hmm. hasn't been given 
and wasn't going to be given a fair shot. And she is a black woman that was a district attorney. Black people have a problem with her for a myriad of reasons and white people just aren't gonna vote for her solely because she's a woman of color. And especially one that is not a traditionalist. The reality is that most vice presidents have been tucked away and we did not hear about most of them throughout their term during their administration. The reason people continue to ask, well, where's Kamala, where's Kamala, where's Kamala? Partly because Joe Biden made it such a stance to, to make sure he acknowledged black women and their assistance in helping him win. But also, she's a black woman. She's going to get beat up no matter what she does. So as far as if she, what she would need to do to be a black woman and be commander in chief for me, be a black woman and remember that you are a woman of color first and, and do the things that serve us because who else is going to? We go. Shout out to you and Jeremiah Like the Bible. I'll keep listening. You know, she said a lot. She said a lot. She didn't say much <laughs> to answer the question though. <laughs> but she, I because guess you feel like it's a it's like not, it's a unwinnable fight, it seems, for Kamala. Well, you know, Kamala was originally running for office. She was mm-hmm. running for the office of the presidency. Um, right. And then she became the vice president for obvious reasons, because, of course, the idea is like, OK, this can bring in the black vote. Um, you know what, though? One thing I want to say is that we have definitely said that vice presidents in the past, they definitely are like kind of tucked away. They they are right. more so just like support. They're not even Nancy Pelosi talked about it the other day. Just a side note, by the way, they keep trying to make it like she's not being supported as his running mate. And I don't like when I say they, I mean the media, I keep mm. seeing the media trying to sensationalize commentary by like Gen- representative Jamie Raskin, representative um, Nancy Pelosi. And they're like, Pelosi throws a dig at Kamala. And it's like, she, no, she didn't. They're like, <laughs> Jamie Raskin doesn't support Kamala. He literally said, I am, I think she would be an excellent candidate. So I'm not sure. So is it really the media that's creating this whole this whole dysfunction more so? And the people are kind of feeding into it and amplifying it? Yeah, I don't really, I, I just don't really get it. And I don't know what it's about. And I don't know why, like what the master plan is with that one. But I will say that I think that there's um, a reality that Kamala, as this vice president, this go round, I think she could have been utilize more regardless of the fact that in the past they haven't been largely because you know she is she was used to get the vote and I don't feel like the vice presidents in the past have been used to get the vote in such a direct way as Kamala was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, so there's that can't be like this is our pride we, we got our votes and I go back over there to your office girl with your silk press <laughs> we're done <laughs> and so we need you again for the next election cycle yeah, I just, I don't, um, I don't get it. But nonetheless, we're going to see what happens. And, you know, I have my theory that she's actually not going to be his running mate. And maybe that's why the media is doing this, is because maybe they've been given the plug to try to get the audience to, like, look out for that coming down the pike. Not a bad door. We didn't get the memo, but maybe that's because we already know the memo. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No, we shaking up the 
Seals Show, y'all. It's Amanda Seals here. Thanks for listening. Happy Monday. It's September 18th. It was on this day back in 1927 that CBS first went on the air. CBS, the central broadcasting system known for an abundance of white shows. So... <laughs> There's that. Jeremiah, like the Bible, what do we got coming up this hour? Coming up this hour on Black Red News, we're going to update you guys on what happened to the Florida teacher who singled out their black fourth and fifth graders for low test scores. Also, People's Magazine Sexy is Men Alive list. Some nominees have been, have been out and about. And I'm going to ask you, Amanda, are these four high? Are they sexy or are they not? Plus, we got to talk about I small doses. <laughs> small doses this hour. You had side effects of, of Woke this week with Tamika D. Mallory. So we're going to check out some clips from that um, episode. Really excited for this episode. I mean, you know, you put me and Tamika on the on the phone. It's going down. Also, just a side note, um, before we even get there, you can donate to Until Freedom, which is her organization. And when you're donating, your money largely right now is going in part to providing security for them. They are currently in Kentucky to do a number of actions to help prevent Daniel Cameron, the attorney general that uh, did not support any measures made to uh, indict the the police who killed Breonna Taylor. Well, he is now running for governor and they are doing everything in their power to make sure that that doesn't happen. And they have already gotten death threats. They've already been, they've only been there for 48, like 72 hours now. And uh-huh. they've already gotten death threats and, you know, people calling around the hotels to try and find what hotel they're staying at and saying that if they what? find out that they'll kill her. Um, and I think a lot of people don't understand how serious this is because again, we really forget that they were killing civil rights leaders. They were killing yeah. black people and white people and anybody that was raising their voice to challenge the white supremacist status quo. So when you hear these things, they're not empty threats. We're seeing mm-hmm. white terrorism happen around this nation on a regular basis. Uh, I made my donation in Until Freedom so that, you know, I, I would like to be able to help them be able to secure themselves because Tamika is doing work that no one else um, mm-hmm is doing on her level right like people are doing a lot of local stuff that Mm -hmm. is absolutely incredibly necessary and that's who she ends up working with when she goes to places but it's another thing to be and when I say doing it on her level I mean her level of visibility and that visibility makes you a target Mm -hmm. it makes you a target on a national level Uh, so shout out to Tamika we'll talk about her more when we get to the side effects of woke later on in the show talking about small doses podcast we'll be right back Show to me and the seals here. Last break, I said that CBS was called the Central Broadcasting System. It's the Columbia Broadcasting System. Same white shows, though. Same white show. <laughs> Columbia Broadcasting System. Very. Um, it should be the Caucasity Broadcasting System. Ooh. Really? Because it is Caucasus. All right, uh, let's get into it. The Flagler County, Florida teacher, y'all, who singled out the black fourth and fifth graders. Remember, I told you about this. She singled out fourth and mm-hmm. fifth grade students during an assembly on low standardized test scores. She said that they were not doing well enough, that they need to put buddy up and compete against each other, and that the best person out of each group would win fried chicken. A mess. A mess. Fried chicken. Apparently, though. <laughs> Yes. It's like, how'd this get worse? Um, <laughs> apparently, though, she has resigned. The students were pulled That's out good. of class. <laughs> they were explaining that they're at the bottom of the barrel. And now this lady's at the bottom of the barrel. Okay. And 
She literally said, like, if you don't get good grades, you're going to end up dead or in jail. Um, The school's principal has also left her position. An investigation is underway. You know, this is okay. This is um, this is very frustrating because not very frustrating. It is very frustrating. But my question then becomes, what is the actual measures that are taken to help the students Mm -hmm. who have been traumatized by this or at the very least just affected by this? Right. Like, what are the actual efforts that are made on the other side of this in that respect? Because it is one thing to have like a punitive response to the adults. Right. Because there are especially there in Florida. Oh, there's going to be a number of ignorant adults that are in these spaces. (laughs) But for the adults who are still there that are actually smart and actually like, you know, compassionate and actually care about the students like what is their actual response to this? I think there's a version of this where like, you know, the students need, to, well, I'll tell you off top, the students got to get a, a, a pizza party. At okay, least. We, we, can't, we can't sort this out without a pizza party. So we're going to start with that. That's the first, first line of defense. We've got to get a pizza party. But I think there's also just kind of the, the individual space of like, how did that make you feel? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and also just like providing tutoring for them. Right. If there really was an issue where they were lower, having lower test scores. Right. And we don't even know if that's actually legit because we do know that it is Florida and that they be definitely uh, discriminating against kids of different backgrounds. So we know that. Well, you know, earlier in the show, you talked about how like America just also just loves competition. Everything's competition. So even their solution to making them like be better was competition. You got to compete <laughs> and get fried chicken right. to get, become better scholars versus a tutor resources or group learning. Like we right. read earlier. I mean, there was a couple months ago. I remember there was a study that showed that like students learn better when they learn in groups. Um, mm. And maybe it's st- instead of competition, it's how do we group y'all together in a way for you all to help each other, you know, right. with your strengths. But again, there has to be a pizza party. We can't, it's Florida. It's <laughs> going to be summer year round. So can there be a slip and slide? Anybody, anybody? Slip and slide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, you can't drown in a slip and slide. So I'm just saying these are the Accurate. options and everybody better get gift certificates to the scholastic book fair. Okay. <laughs> So let's do that. We'll keep it right here at the Amanda Seal Show because we got more Black Urit news. People's Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive list came out. Oof. Jeremiah's going to run it down and I'm going to let y'all know if I think these people should be on the list or not because I'm wondering. I'm, I'm wondering. So this is one of those games where the four, one must go or four must go. It might be all must go. So keep it locked right here. The Amanda Seal Show. We we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. 
Yes, yes, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals here, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And it is time for more Black Eared News. And I love talking about fine men. I do. <laughs> I, I really, I do. I, I feel like I am a connoisseur of fineness. Um, it's not to say that every man I've ever dated has been fine, but I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. My, <laughs> my track record is not too shabby. Um, so yeah, I say that because what we're about to do here does require a certain level of expertise. And so I just wanted to put it down. I just want to put it down that, you know, you're dealing with somebody who's not (laughs) the same. My first rodeo. (laughs) Well, Amanda, so so I'm sure you know this already, but people magazine released their nominees for the sexiest man alive. So people still got to do their own like voting, but some people, there's some people on the list that are contenders. So I'm going to get your opinion on whether or not they should advance to the final list. All right. So first up, nominated for a sexiest musician is Future himself, Sierra Baby Daddy. What are you feeling? How are you feeling? Mm. <laughs> the pause. I know too much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if we're just talking about, like, what are we, like, if we're defining sexy just on looks, you know, Future is a handsome individual, but mm-hmm. I feel like sexy is not just on looks, it's on just like the energy that you emanate, you know, how you show up in the world. And I mean, they asked Sierra about co-parenting and she had a nice, strong chuckle (laughs) because clearly he's not showing up in the world or at the house on the weekend to pick up the sun to go to the circus. So I'm going to say that's a no. Sorry, feature. All right. Nominated for sexiest actor. And he's like a a repeat person. Michael B. Jordan. How, How are we feeling? You know, I think Michael B. Jordan is um, very, he is sexy. Like he's, he's, uh, and as Killmonger, he's in particular, mm. it was a very specific type of sexy that was happening with Killmonger. It was Just like, a lock a, week. Oh. I think it's the, it was, he was also very cut up, but then he had like actual cuts, like, mm. <laughs> like the scars oh, yeah, that he had. He um, yeah. Killmonger was very like, oh, excuse, I'm, hello. Hey, okay. <laughs> Is this your king? I don't know, king. <laughs> you tell me. Um, but uh, I think he's also just like a very nice guy, and he's really philanthropic, and mm-hmm. he's apparently available because Lori Harvey seems to be very locked in with Idris. So, yep, that's true. All right, know, I'm gonna moving. give I'm gonna give him a yay. All right, all right. Next up for nominated for sexiest funny guy is Trevor Noah. Is Trevor Noah sexy? Sexy. I feel like they're they're using sexy really loosely, and I feel like we all have a very specific expe- like version of what sexy means. Like, I'm not saying Trevor no- Trevor Noah is handsome. Like, he's smart. Mm-hmm. You know, he's funny. But like, I don't know that I would give him like sexy. It's like me. Like, I wouldn't get. I wouldn't call me sexy. You know, like I mean, yes, it's like oh, being smart is sexy. Like people have like their things. Like just people right. have like their icks. They also have their turn ons. But like the general like vibe of just like allure. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm not getting. Um, sorry, Trevor. All right, <laughs> nominated for sexiest morning show host is the Today Show host Craig Melvin. I think that these like categories of sexy is doing too much. It's a very specific like. Do you fantasize about them? Great question. That's it. Do you fantasize about the person nominated for sexiest granddad, which is Al Roker? It, it, are you fantasizing my Al Roker, Amanda Seals? <laughs> Lovely man. Met him when I was in New York last time. Very kind. But no. How is Jalen Hurts not on this list? Mm. What? <laughs> How is Jalen Hurts not on this list? 
There's Maybe they say that. Brandon, is his name Brandon? There's this other brother who's a former football player. I think he has a podcast now. It's a dark skin brother. He know he fine. He just his whole energy is I know I'm fine. I know. I know, guys. I know. And then he'd be like smart. I'm like, yeah, that's that that's what we're talking about. <sighs> I miss the good old days of, you know, people sexiest people being like, you know, just basic sexy. <laughs> well, that's the list. You know, I would love to hear people the people's thoughts though. 1855 Amanda 8. That's 1855-262-6328. Keep it like right here, the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. And uh it's time to get into some small doses. Yes, my podcast, Small Doses. Uh this week we had the Freedom Fighter herself, Ms. Tamika D. Mallory, talking about side effects of woke. Then, when it's time for us to challenge, the reason why I can go to the White House right now and say I was on them about Brittany Griner, we were a part of that fight nice. to get her released. Now we're back for Shanquella Robinson. We were demanding that the, that the FBI file charges against the officers in, involved in Breonna Taylor's murder. All, all of these things, I feel entitled. I roll up to Washington, D.C. with my neck, like, <laughs> because I'm a voter and I'm a donor. Right. I'm a donor and a voter. So I have things to say. I have expectations of the people that I hired to do a job. No, that's right. A lot of people don't really understand that. Mm-mm. They don't. And, you know, when she's talking about holding people accountable that we have elected, I think a lot of us don't even know what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you hold these people accountable? And I think it's very frustrating too, because a lot of these people need the popular vote in order to get in office. But then once right. they're in office, they're only serving corporate dollars. They're only mm-hmm. serving the corporations that donated to their accounts. So it's like they need money to run a campaign, but they need mm-hmm. votes to win the campaign. Right. Right. But then once they're in office, it's almost as if, and I say almost like it's not what it is, but once they're in office, they are now repaying those people who ran, who gave money to their campaign with Mm. policies and legislation Mm -hmm. instead of answering the call of their constituency that voted for them. And that's really what the quid pro quo should be. I voted for you to be my representative. Represent me. Do you think some people, though, like even the community don't even know what they want from our leaders, like on a base level? Well, that's what the documentary in Amanda We Trust touches on. A lot of folks don't even know what these different roles actually do once they're Mm -hmm. in office. So you don't even know who to go to for what. I really want to start a segment here at the Amanda Seals show where we actually do do that on a regular basis. And we connect with these people in these actual positions so they can talk to our audience and let them know this is how you would utilize me. If I was in your town, your city, your district, your county, your state, etc. But shout out to Tamika because she spends so much time educating us and advocating Mm -hmm. and getting arrested and flying Mm -hmm. places at the drop of a dime and just showing up and being in concert with um, the organizations that are on the ground doing the work in these spaces on a regular basis. I don't want ever to undermine the work that people are always doing in these cities and in these towns. Mm -hmm. Right. What Tamika does is she comes in there and she amplifies it mm-hmm. or she finds a way to just be of assistance to mm-hmm. it. Um, but we all know that media is key in mm-hmm. really bringing a lot of these issues to light. 
And so she has that tap in to be able to get media attention to these spaces that deserve it. Kentucky is currently trying to elect Daniel Cameron as the governor. Daniel Cameron is the attorney general that did not indict the officers in the case of Breonna Taylor. By the way, the Department of Justice did. So there we go. Uh, That man is the epitome of a what sound do raccoons make? Do raccoons make a sound? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, you can check out Small Doses Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You can also watch the visuals on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. And you can get the bonus content at my Patreon, theamandaverse.com. All right, we got more show for you right here. We're going to hit the phone lines when we get back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time to go to the phone lines. one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. What's up? Yes, Amanda, I listen to you every day, um, and I just want to say one of the pros of being single is the no aggravation. I have friends, I watch them, and family, and they go through hella aggravation. I like being peaceful. I'm half Barbadian. I don't like to be aggravated. I like my peace. I value that. So if you ain't peaceful, peace out. <laughs> She's not wrong. Uh, <laughs> she right. said, peace out. Yeah, it's very much a thing. And the peace <sighs> is priceless. There's so many other things that are going to aggravate you. So many other things that can aggravate you. And um, I mean, why would you want the thing in your house to aggravate you? The person in your house to aggravate not you? Not at the house. Not at home. Aggravate me outside the house. But at house, at home, be at peace. So there's that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said, I'm Barbadian. She's from Barbados. I like peace. The irony of that is that Bajans actually be acting up. <laughs> <laughs> But she could act up. She didn't want you to act up. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a way of looking at it. Um, but no, honestly, she says side effects of being single. I hear you, sis. I hear you. Because I was that friend who my friend looking at me like, seems like a lot of aggravation. I'm like, yeah, but you know, we're dedicated. Ciao. No, no, 1-855-MANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. When we come back. Politicians say the darndest thing. Sweet Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. Sweet Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. It is time to listen, laugh, and learn. And I've got the word of the day. And I have been using this word incorrectly for quite some time. The word, and I I, I was confident that I knew what this word meant. The word is harbinger. Well, in this case, I want to know what you thought it meant because you've been using it for your whole life. So how have you been using it? (laughs) Well, I've been using it as like somebody who is the bringer like the harbinger of bad news like that's how i've always like heard it the harbinger of bad news um and so the 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 definition still aligns 
Okay, let me say this. I've been using it correctly, but I've been thinking it meant something else. Okay. Okay. So I always thought the harbinger of bad news is someone that is the bringer of like possessor of something. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know that they were specifically related to a bad thing. I just thought they were a possessor of something like, you know, the carrier. Um, she, yeah. But it actually means something that foreshadows or gives an early indication of something that will happen in the future. So a harbinger mm. of bad news is something that foreshadows or gives an early indication of like Bruno in Encanto. Yes. Yes, Bruno is a harbinger of bad news. And so basically like it. it's somebody who it's it's like it's like foreboding having mm-hmm. like the the and I actually do have that gift. Um I can see like not bad things coming. I can see um obstacles. <gasps> okay, that's the brand. <laughs> because I've been living by force not flow. Flow not force, sorry, for flow not force. I've been really like committing myself to that. And then at the same time, you said the Tabitha Brown thing. And when me and Tab were doing our interview on my radio, on my podcast, Small Doses, she was talking about how her gift started to become much stronger once she decided to become obedient to God, right? Just obedient mm-hmm. to the idea of like, use me. Mm-hmm. I have always had this gift of being able to see an obstacle before it happens. Sometimes it's as literal as like, I can see like, oh, that's going to be a problem. Or it might be something where it's like my neck will burn and let me know an obstacle is coming. Like something right. is getting in, getting it in the way. It could be something as basic as like, oh, you forgot your keys or something like, oh, you're going to get an argument. And you're like, mm-hmm. but I'm standing here by myself. How am I going to get an argument? And it's like, it's coming. So like somebody's about to land from a hot air balloon, hop out, <laughs> start arguing with you. Um, but in this moment, I'm realizing like I've I've been feeling a lot lighter and I've been feeling a lot clearer since I like committed myself to flow, not force. And so it's like it really is my version of I'm being obedient to my gift mm-hmm. in the same way that she was saying when she was obedient to her gift, she started feeling a lot lighter and and easier and moving, flowing, moving without as much uh, weight. Mm, I gotta call tabs. Uh, keep it locked right here. We what do we what, what do we got coming next? Well, it's not tap the brand, but we got to talk about politicians saying the darndest things. Plus, sixty second headlines and the big up letdown. Got a letdown going to sexy red, just so you know. <laughs> so stay locked in. Well, y'all, this is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here, and it is time for politicians, politicians say the darndest, say the darndest things. Got the drum roll. My bad. I was like, I'm missing something. All right. Well, today's there's no drum roll needed, Amanda, because this is a repeat offender. So Governor Ron DeSantis, yeah. he gets a round of applause from Sean Hannity's studio audience when he promises y'all extrajudicial killings at the border. Take a listen. We're using lethal force against the cartels. If they're bringing fentanyl in, breaking into our country, uh, we're going to leave them stone cold dead at the border. Trust me, they will get the message. Okay, let's talk about a couple of things. First of all, you can't do that. Okay, right. so let's start with that. Second of all, the way that American, like white Americans think that they're smarter than everybody else is so wildly ridiculous and why so often we are the subject of attacks in a myriad of ways. Mm-hmm. So he's acting like Mexican drug dealers are just carrying like bags of fentanyl on their heads <laughs> through the Rio Grande 
<laughs> right. And that they're like, oh my God, there goes another one. Right? Like, mm-hmm. do you understand that the cartels are some of the smartest people alive? Like they have created an entire network of this black market. They didn't do that mm-hmm. by just being like bumbling criminals. <laughs> it's the industry. <laughs> so there's that. Third, Marjorie Taylor Greene already tried to create this talking point and she literally tried to create like a bill around it and she was shut down because another member of Congress was like, so first of all, this is unconstitutional and it's not mm-hmm. going to happen. And second of all, she said, the fentanyl that is coming into our borders is 90% brought in through our eastern shore ports. Mm. It is not being brought in by individuals on the southern border in the numbers that people are trying to say it is so that people can cheer for them at their little town halls because they're too dumb to know the truth. The truth is, is that the fentanyl is actually coming in through the ports and it is not coming in through Mexico. A lot of people also think when they think of uh, the borders or our entry points for immigration, they don't think about Mexico. But there are so many other ways to get into the America outside of the U.S.-Mexico border. <laughs> so many other ways. There's a whole gulf of Mexico. Mm-hmm. Okay? There's a whole gulf. Okay? The other part of it is this. The whole idea that fentanyl, like the whole centering of fentanyl as like, we're going to fight the war on fentanyl. That's all just a political talking point. Because when you have all those opioids that are out here, oxycodone, oxycontin, um, you know, hydrocodone, et cetera, that are, that have been completely decimating communities for 10 years since they came into fruition, that was legal. And you have politicians like Marsha Blackburn, Senator of Tennessee, who have been supporting Big Pharma and supporting this this whole time, even though they were told this actually is a dangerous drug. So miss me with the whole hoopla of like the fentanyl, fentanyl, all of that is just to rile up people who don't know better. For y'all, y'all listening, don't be them people. We here at the Amanda Seal Show want you to be informed so that you are not deaf, dumb, and blind to these BS like notions that they're throwing out here. No, no, no. We are not Helen Keller uh, before she met Annie. We here know what it is. Okay? <laughs> Madness. Politicians that's that's all I got to say. <laughs> Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal show. Um, you know, I just, it just, it's, it's so, it just riles me up because it's so easy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so easy that they're, that they're able to um, do this. I also thought it was wild how easily I pulled Annie Sullivan's name out of my brain <laughs> as Helen Keller's teacher. <laughs> I've been taking this stuff called lion's mane, which is supposed to like clear your head and like uh, improve your cognition. And Uh, I think it's working. (laughs) We'll be right back. Earlier in the show, wasn't working. But now I feel like it's hitting. It's hitting. People like right here at the Amanda Seals show. TJ, what's going on with our cleanse? Have you been doing research? You know know what? That made me think about it. I have. Do you like the Amanda Seals show? We up, we up, we up. We are going to head on out of here to see Amanda Seal show. I told y'all that I'm going to do a juice cleanse. We are, me and my uh, executive producer, TJ, we are, we are planning it. We are putting it together. <sighs> the wellness. But this is Love loving it. myself, Jeremiah. This is 
Not this is me. loving myself. <laughs> I, uh, it is. I'm gonna watch. I feel like so many examples of loving ourselves ends up actually being just like putting ourselves through uncomfortableness in order to get mm-hmm. to wellness. That's right. Like sometimes we think of loving ourselves and we're like, I got my nails done. That's me loving myself. Like you know, I went, I went and did yoga with dogs. That's me loving myself. <laughs> and I think that is, but I think there's also just an element of like just putting yourself through a certain level of discomfort that does bring about real positivity. And that could be therapy and having to face yourself. You know, that could be a juice cleanse and having to poop yourself. Oh, get it out. Not on yourself, but yeah, but getting it out, getting it out, (laughs) getting it out. And I have never done a cleanse, so... Oh, that means you got a lot. There's no telling how long. There's no telling how long this will take. Uh, all right, what do we got? What, what do we do? This, what do we talk about today? In our when we got it out today on the show, we talked about Halle Berry being upset with Drake, y'all, over this new slime you out cover. Also, we talked about the amendment that Governor <laughs> Gavin Newsom is officially proposing to the U.S. Constitution. Also, Amanda thought it was hilarious to hear Sierra laugh about future. So just go back and listen to <laughs> because that. the laugh was like. <laughs> <laughs> the laugh has octaves, honey. That's what she should do. She need to make that's the kind of song she need to make. She need to make a song where that's the hook. That's the I hook. would listen to that. <laughs> she an A&R too, y'all. But yeah, that's the that's most of what we talked about. Also, be sure to check out the podcast. If you missed anything, go back, listen to it. Listen to it again if you listen to it already, you know. The second time is always better. Second time is always better. All right. Um, and that's not for everything, but that is the case for the podcast. All right. Keep it locked right here. We got more show for you. Not us, but the person coming on next. And we got more show for you tomorrow. So make sure you check, stay connected with us on social media at Seal Set It and give us a call. one 855 8 You know, I love when you share with me the things you learned this week. So make sure you call and tell me something that you learned this week. So on tomorrow's show, we're going to have our Black Red News. Uh, another couple in Hollywood is getting divorced, y'all. Tis the season. Plus, how black do you feel today? We got the Big Up Let Down and 60 Second Headlines, all that and more on Tuesday's Amanda Seal Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. See you tomorrow. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.